Thank you, Hazel. We'll now commence the draw for the semi-final of the 10th Scottish Cup. Mark, will you select the home teams and Scott, the awards. Hello and welcome to Blue Velvet Bag, the strangest titled football manager podcast out there. Um, this is episode four, unbelievably, so thank you very much if you've listened along so far. And if you haven't and you've just come across us, then like I mentioned, there's three previous episodes that will set the scene out in a little bit more detail of who we are, where we are and why we're doing what we're doing. But if you have been along, then you'll know that we are managing FC Goradea in the top flight of Belarusian football um, and we're getting down to the business end of the season now. The last time we were on, we actually lost against Neyman Grodno 2-1. Um, it was our first defeat since taking over. We'd previously had a couple of draws and a, a victory over Energetic that had given us a real chance at staying up. Um, but that defeat it really hit us hard. Um, we've been away. We've had a week since that last episode. And we've we've kind of worked on the same things. We worked on tactics and set pieces. And we had another look, good look for the squad. And to be honest, there are no other options. I think we are... We're basically rotating around the best 14 players we have to try and find something that that can that can either win us a game or at the very least get us a point. Our next game um, was against Slavia Mazia, who sit 12th in the league. So just two places above us, but seven points. So they are kind of out of reach of the relegation places, to be honest. But that, that I mean, I was hoping that would mean that they didn't have anything to play for uh, and we might be able to pick up a win. However, so... I'll be honest with you that the match was going to be the next episode this episode but um, after recording it all of it um, there was a horrific buzz on it and to be honest it made it unusable or unlistenable so rather than pretend I haven't recorded it and just like commentate over the highlights I'm just going to very quickly tell you what happened and instead we will use this episode to play the penultimate game of the season um, away to Dynamo Minsk now I'm pretty sure that's not going to be pretty because they could they still have an outside shot at the title um, and at the very least Europa League qualification so um, I'll quickly talk you through the Slavia Mazir game and what happened and then we will play the Dynamo Minsk game um, towards the end of the episode Aberdeen will play Heart of Midlodion. Okay, so Slavia Mazia, out of the final three games we have, um, this was the one that we targeted. This is the one that we have a real chance of picking a win up. Um, it's our final home game of the season. So we did a little bit of research. We looked at Slavia Mazir. Um, away from the football, actually went and have a look at whereabouts in Belarus they are. And they're not far off the south coast and not far from Kiev. Um, the stadium's actually on the river Pripyat, which made me smile because um, Pripyat FC was a very good FM20 save done by a guy called FM Eadster. Um, so yeah, if, 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 you, if you're into your um, football manager content, which you're here, so I presume you are, um, then give that a look up because it's, it's, it's a great blog. 
bit away from that. We then went into the squad and we saw that they play a very stereotypical 4-2-3-1. Um, you see it a lot in football manager, the two defensive midfielders, nobody in the middle of the park and then the three behind the lone front man. Um, we weren't going to change from 4-4-2. It's, it's kind of what we're going to hang us hat on. We haven't got the tools to be able to move things around and kind of come creative with the formation. So we're going to stick with the target man and the pressing forward and we're going to stick with the 4-4-2. We just changed a couple of the faces. We brought Lazar Sajic onto the left wing and we put Jamal back in up top instead of Ivanov. Um, and that was kind of how we went into the game. So the game kicked off against Mazia. Um, and like I said, we didn't really want to go at them from the off. Um, but they kind of came over us, which was a bit surprising. So we had to uh, we had to deal with a lot of early attacks. Um, they tried to play a lot of balls out wide, but we're quite uh, obviously we're not a great team. Um, but we have got some players who um, lend themselves to this kind of match, and we defended pretty well. Um, they didn't really look like they were going to score, and then in the 26th minute. Typically on FM, from our throwing, we go 1-0 down. Uh, Vasilovic put the visitors ahead and then it looked like a, a very tall mountain to climb to win the game from there, even though it was so early. Um, but we kept going. And in the 44th minute, Artem Solovey actually equalised from us and it was a beautiful goal. We played a lot of passing football, which is strange because that's not actually any of our team instructions, but we played the ball out from the back. And we made our way up the far end and uh, crossed to the back post and Solovey snuck in at the back and finished well to make it one all at the break. So then at half time I'm kind of thinking, all right, you know, we're still in it, 45 minutes. If we don't concede, then obviously the worst case scenario is a point. Um, but this, like I said before, this was the game that we really had to, we really had to win. So after 60 minutes we made a couple of changes, we brought Ivanov on and we actually went with two target man on front, a target man on attack and a target man on support and we tried to play really direct and it was a mistake. The amount of highlights that um, they, their attack started with us humping the ball forward and even though at 1.95 metres and 1.92 metres the lads should have been winning the ball so they weren't winning anywhere near their fair share and we invited pressure on and unfortunately actually in the 82nd minute um, the defence just fell asleep and a throw ball um, found Dennis Tete and he, he put it away um, and we actually lost the game from there we actually ended up losing 2-1 um, so it was a real real kick in the teeth to be honest because we kind of pinned his hopes on that being a game where we could make a big strides into getting out of the relegation places so now as it stands, we are currently third bottom of the league because Belshina lost and Slutsk lost and Smolovici actually lost 7-4. <laughs> so the, yes, they're three points in front of us, but they've actually got a one worse off goal difference now. Um, but I must admit, I, I do fear for us. So Belshina sits 16th on 21 points. Slutsk sit 15th on 23 points. We sit 14th on 24 points in the relegation playoff place currently, which to be honest with you, I'd take it with offer now. And then Smolovici sit 13th, three points above us on 27. So it is incredibly tight. The goal differences are incredibly tight. Um, we are now probably going to have to pick up. I mean, if Slutsk win one of their remaining two games, it means we're probably going to have to win either in Minsk 
or let me just have a look. Our final, yeah, our final game is against Islock, also away from home. So it's two tough games. But, you know, stranger things have happened. So that's back-to-back defeats for us, unfortunately, and both of them finished 2-1 to the visitors. Um, it's a real blow as, I mean, I really, I expected us to win one of those games. After winning away from home at Energetic, I really thought we'd pick up one win from those two home games. So to lose them both is a real, real blow. So our next game is away to Dynamo Minsk, who sit third in the table. Um, we've actually got three weeks between now and then. So I'll quickly continue through it and then we'll get on with the game. Celtic. We'll play Rangers. Okay, so we've arrived at the day of the game. Um, Dynamo Minsk away, like I said before. Uh, we've had three weeks to basically continue through as the internationals have been played. And um, we've had some bad news in that time. Um, Artem Solovey was our... It was originally a left winger, then he covered on the right wing for the last few games. His season's been ended with an abdominal strain um, with a four to seven week injury, so that's a massive blow for us. Um, and also we had Arkipov and Ivanov, two of our strikers, both pick up knocks, um, a twisted knee and a thigh strain. Now they are both technically fit, but they both have the little yellow square that says fitness test not required, but they remain some way short of full fitness. So that's not what you want um, going into such a big game. Um, when the injuries first came through, I've been messing around thinking, do we go one up front? Do we throw another man into midfield? Obviously, Minsk are going to be such a, a tough side to beat. But the middle of the park is actually our weakest um, position. We just don't have the bodies in there to be able to um, to be able to compete. Now, does that mean you throw another body in? You throw another lesser body in to try and make up the numbers but I think I'm pretty much decided we're going to stick with 4 4 2. Um, I think if I was a fan of Gorodea and I was going to this game I would want us to play two up front and at least have a go so that's what we're going to do. Um, so I just had a quick look at Dynamo Minsk um, founded in 1927 they've got an amazing ground it's a bowl but it's just a lovely ground white seats um, they actually, so what's this, uh, one of the only clubs where they actually competed in the Soviet top flight and won the title in 1982. Quick look. The stadium. It's right in the middle of Minsk. Right in the middle, running track around the pitch. It's got a casino behind one stand. It's nice. <laughs> um, Yes, it's right in the centre of Minsk. I mean, this is the type of club that in a few years I'd love to be able to come and manage. You know, if we can make a name elsewhere, to get to the point where somebody like this would take us on, this would be a great challenge. But for now, we have to go there and try and, and get something. Um, we've promoted uh, Vadim Sharkov to the first team. Um, he's 18 years old. He's made one substitute appearance um, previously before we arrived at the club, but with Solovey being out, he just offers us another option out wide. Um, he's got crossing 10, pace 14, 
dribbling 14 and the rest isn't great but he's a body um, he's a young lad and uh, yeah he takes a spot on the bench so let's get to the game shall we well wait a minute so Bashina Bobrovsk at home to FC Minsk so they've got a chance of picking points up there um, Smolovich here at home to Rook Brest again a good chance for them to pick points up <laughs> Um, and Slutsk aren't playing today, so they must play tomorrow. So that's I'll have to keep an eye on that tomorrow. And um, we've picked the team, like I said. So Jamal's backing up top. Archipov's going to start, even though he's got that yellow square next to his name. Um, the much maligned Beduk will play right wing. Um, I'm really not a fan, but he's, he's the best. We've, well, I'm saying he's the best we've got. I don't know if he is. Can I play Sajid? Right, so I don't, I don't like Bayduck. I've never liked him since he meandered on the ball that many times in that first game. So he's coming out. I'm actually going to put in Lazar Sajic, who was actually a left winger, but he is right footed. Um, and he's going to play right wing on attack. And we'll see if that helps. So we're two minutes in, and they have a first highlight. They're out wide right with Buryev, plays it inside. Pavlovsky. They're just tip-tapping it around. They've fired it out wide or left. Can he get across any can to the back post? Free header, but Chernik holds and saves. So that's a, a bit of a, a worry so early in the game. Ten minutes gone. They've had three attempts to our one. They have 60% possession, but... I mean, that was to be expected, to be fair. 14 minutes. They are building on our left again. Back to halfway. We're having a lot of the ball. Seems to be a bit standoffish actually. Centre half being pulled out of place there. We've still got the ball. Can we get a foot in? No. That's worked its way out left to Sukhoishi. Pulls it back to Davis. Inside to Pavlovsky. Closing down, closing down. And a lot of passes here. They managed to work it through, but that shot's blocked. It falls to the keeper who clears it, but only as far as their right winger. It's a bad kill even from the keeper, like, come on, man. Can they get the crossing from the right-hand side? The train, trying again. Still got it out there. Now he pulls it into Davis, blocked. That was a good chance, shot blocked. Now we have a free kick on our left. Played short. Still down our left-hand side. Can we get a crossing? He's approaching the edge of the box. Turns around, goes back. Can he get the ball in? No. Still down our left-hand side. Crosses it now. Header at goal. Saved. But it was offside. So that was our best moment and it ended with an offside attempt at goal. Um, it's the 17th minute. Highlight, big ball forward by them to Kilmovic who's just picked it up unmarked. Fires it across the box. Oh, it's a chance and a half for Chicago. So they've hit a long looping ball. Our defence has not stepped up. One striker's made for them. Fired it across the box where the, the striker was arriving late and he's driven it wide when to be honest, I thought it was in. Belshina are 1-0 down. 28th minute. Arkhipov trying to chase onto a long ball, but doesn't get there. It's packed to their keeper, who has time to fire it out wide. But only as far as our right back, Smirnov, he's got a room to move forward into. You know, that's a great ball. Gets to the byline. Sajic, can Sajic cut it back again? Oh, come on, man. Such a terrible cross. He had all the time in the world there to pick a good cross. He got to the byline and then just blasted it at the defender who was closing him down. It's 
back out to Sajic on the right. Now he's got a lot of time. Crosses it, shoot header. Oh. I guess two great opportunities. <laughs> and fluffed both of them. Probably the best two chances of the game for us there. 30 minutes. They've got a throwing down our right hand side. Throws it in. We head it clear, but only as far as the throwing take off. First time follows it. Oh. 1 0 Dynamo. <laughs> so they've got a throwing down the right hand side. We've headed it back to the kid taking the throw and it was volleyed it first time into the box. Their striker, Shikava, has just literally walked into into the space between the defence and the keeper and nodded it home. Damn. Such a poor goal to give away. But I suppose that's why we're down there. Um, so yeah, 1-0 down, 35 minutes gone. The trouble we have is don't know what we can change. <laughs> you know. Ah, oh, nice 2-0. <laughs> 39 minutes gone, 2-0 Dynamo. Free kick on the right. He's crossed it in. Chiz has made it on the volley. He stood around the penalty spot. Um, and he's volleyed it home. He's unmarked. Well, he's not unmarked. Whoever that person is there on the edge of the box is just letting him walk free. He's got a few yards and he's volleyed it into the bottom corner. And from... Nil-nil and looking pretty solid. We're now two-nil down, approaching half-time. Forty-seven minutes, corner to Dynamo, cleared. All as far as Sokoski. was about forty yards out there. He's got it down the right-hand side, trying to get across him, but we blocked it and stopped. I'll find a green shirt, Linda. That's it. See that? That is just a terrible clearance. We just invite pressure onto us time and time again. He's cleared that from his edge of his area, but only as far as their full-back. And from there, they've ended up having a shot at goal. Saved. And that's half-time. So half-time is Dynamo Minsk 2, got a day and nil. Um, they've got 12 attempts to our 7. To be fair, 7 attempts away from home is not bad for us. 5 on target, 48% possession. And there's been no clear-cut chances in the game. Let's just speak to them. I can't say I'm pleased, assistant. Say, say, say you're pleased. I'm not pleased. We're losing two now. Point finger. I don't think any of you played as well as you're capable of. No reaction. Great lads, thanks a lot. Kick off second half. We've not changed anything to be fair. Um, I'm going to give it till the hour mark, and then we're going to try and be a little bit more attacking if we're not dead and buried by then, because the thing I have to remember here is, is that the goal difference is so tight in the league that if we were to get hammered, um, it's like basically losing another point. Churning the keeper clears it. Oh, Arkipov's free, he's bounced to the edge of the box, shoots, get in. 2-1, Arkipov scores, and <laughs> it's one of the most direct goals you'll ever see. Our goalkeeper walks to the edge of the box. Big high ball forward, their defender heads it against Arkipov. Arkipov runs onto it, takes a touch to the edge of the box and then fires it low into the bottom corner. And now it's 2-1. Corner to Dynamo, don't concede now. That's uh, clear. Right, 55 minutes gone, 2-1. We're still in with a chance here. Lazar Sajic, the kid I've got playing on the right wing, is about 6.2. Free kick, oh, no, throw in, throw in down the left hand side. 
Can we get a crossing to the box? Linda plays it short. Can you get a crossing back to Linda? Get a crossing. Put it in the box. Arkipov. Goal! No, I get it offside. Oh, man. I thought we'd equalised. <laughs> a looping cross. Arkipov heads it. Oh, he's a foot offside. So Arkipov heads it. The keeper saves it. Falls to Sajic who taps it in. And it must be a leg offside. That's tough. 70 minutes gone. It's 2 1 to Dynamo, and we're just going to make a couple of changes to see if we can get a very unlikely equaliser. Um, Lazar Sajic is on a 6 point to on the right wing. So the only other option we've got for that flank is Dimitri Beduk, who let us down so spectacularly before. Um, but we're going to give him a chance. So Beduk will come onto the right wing. Um, Jamal, the target man, is having a stinker. Their centre half having a 7.2, so I'm guessing he's been dominated. Um, but we haven't got Ivanov's not on the bench because he was injured. So the only striking option is Rotislav Shavel, the young kid we recalled off loan. But he can't play target man. So we've switched, we're going to switch him for him and make him a poacher rather than a pressing forward. And we're going to go to attacking for the final 20 minutes and see if that helps at all. 75 minutes. Our goalkeeper clears as far as Bedo go heads it on. Arkipov gets on the end of it, shoots. Oh, yeah. Bedo actually won a header and flicked it on. And to be honest, Arkipov got, he had, I mean, it was a half chance, but keeper saved it comfortably. 10 minutes to go. A little bit of a shout, I'm going to say. Demand more, I know it's stereotypical, but Kiev highlight in their right back position. It's the 87th minute. They're playing it forward. Can we get a footing? We can get a footing. Pushnikov fires it forward to Shavel. Shavel now in the left back position. Just crosses it to Akipov. Penalty! Given. Wow, we've got a penalty. There's no VAR, is there? There's no VAR. Who's taking it? Can it speak? Can hear the panic in my voice. Um, 89th minute, we won the ball at the left wing position, fired it forward to the youngster Shavel. He fired across into Archipov, who looked like he was just going about to pull the trigger and he got brought down. Okay, 89 minutes in, the left winger Pushnikov is going to take the penalty. Now, Pushnikov has a transfer arranged to Dynamo Minsk's. Fierce rivals, FC Minsk. So fingers crossed, it puts this away. Scores! Get in. Two apiece. Wow. Did not see this coming at half time. I'm going defensive. This is huge. <laughs> Can't believe that. Fires it into the bottom left hand corner. Keeper were in the right way but couldn't get anywhere near it. And now we have to see four minutes of stoppage timeout. Shout encourage 92 minutes, 93 minutes. Change the camera back to sideline. We're in a highlight here. I'm hoping it's the full time highlight. Pushnikov. Clear it, clear it. Fires it to Arkipov. And that's the full time whistle. And incredibly, I'm so glad we recorded this game. Incredibly, from 2 0 down at half time and having a bit of a stinker. We've drawn two apiece at Dynamo Minsk. 
um, we finished up with 11 shots, 9 on target with an XG of 1.62. They had 16 attempts at goal with a 1.98 XG. Uh, we actually had three, another penalties one, but we had three clear cut chances. Um, Pushnikov got 7.9. What a different dressing room this is from half time. Um, what a comeback that was, a great effort. I'm proud of you all. Wow, that's incredible. So, let's quickly blast through the press conference. Okay, so, incredibly, that point keeps us in 14th position on 25 points. Smolovici won their game 1-0, which means they are safe. Yeah, they are safe with only one game to go. 13th place is now out of reach for the bottom three. Slutsk, who are two points behind us, play tomorrow. Um, so let's play that game. I'll just continue on. Here we go. So, Neyman Grodno, who actually beat us the last time we were on, are at home to Slutsk. Anything but a Slutsk win. We do not want a Slutsk win. Continue. Neyman Grodno 2, Slutsk 1, get in. So we can no longer finish in a, a safe position. The best we can now achieve is the relegation playoff, which I said on day one I would take, and I still would take. We are in the box seat. We have a two-point cushion over Slutsk. Slutsk go to 12th place Slavia Mazir, and we go to 10th place Islok on the final weekend of the season. So both games are... And not as hard as they could be, but let's be right about it. There's a reason we're, we're down there, um, that every game's tough, so we'll give it us all. That's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. Um, what a way to finish it on. Um, a very surprising point in Minsk. I'm still buzzing off a little bit. Um, next week, uh, the next episode, the next episode will be episode 5, which will play that final game of the season away to Islock, and hopefully it will tee up a relegation playoff which is played over two legs so we'll look at who that could potentially be against um, and we'll see what happens moving forward with Bob Cow and if he's still employed um, so thank you very much again for listening um, I know a lot of places or a lot of pods I listen to ask you to leave a review when a rating and all that but I'm not really bothered about the rating but like I mentioned before I thought it would be quite good especially on iTunes that if you leave a rating for the name, it asks you for the title, the name or title of the the one player of a championship manager or football manager game that you've played that means a lot to you. And in the description, rather than a rating and review, just the just the reason why that player, what they did for you in a game, um, and why. Uh, and I just thought that'd be quite a nice thing to be able to look back on and read. So thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. That concludes the draw. Aberdeen will play Hearts on Saturday, 6th April, at 3 o'clock. And Celtic will play Rangers on Sunday, the 7th of April, at 4 o'clock. Both ties will be played at our national stadium here at Hampden Park. Thank you. Mm -hmm.